Coming to you from that weird space between that funky dream you were having and waking up to the real world. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hey, hey, everyone. Did you miss me? I know you did. It is uh, the Queer Centric, and we are back doing a ton of things, as you all have noticed online. Um, we'll have to give you an update next time we do the show because I would have already hosted uh, Sandpoint Pride, and we're very exciting, excited to keep Pride going. It's not just for June anymore. It's for every day, uh, and it should be, especially with what's going on out there. I want to give two shout-outs before we get to the show itself. Listen, this person definitely deserves a shout-out. I've been working with the amazing Lacey Daniel at Amy Jones Travel. Lacey is great, and she specializes in queer travel, helping you plan a trip where you can focus on celebrating you, knowing that all the queer work and guesswork has been taken out of finding safe spaces and queer-friendly options. And uh, if you're wanting to leave the country, she'll find you queer-friendly uh, countries to do that as well. Uh, she was nice enough to... to put my dream itinerary together uh, going to Malta. Uh, Lacey has put, she's put, oh my God, there go my eyes. She's put dates and travel excursions together and air travel and broke out a budget just for me. And she thinks of everything. So if you have a dream of travel, you should contact Lacey and tell her the queer centric sent you. You can email her at Lacey at amyjonestravel.com because with Lacey, life is an adventure. Travel with pride. Also, can I just say that I did get the, uh, the itinerary today as if I could afford it. It is brilliant. And now... I'm texting my friends. I'm like, now I hate it because I want this so bad in my life. So, and Malta is hosting a World Pride in September of this year. What? And I'm like, what about next year on my birthday? Can they do it? Can you make that happen? Also, we want to thank our friends over at the Best of Broadway from West Coast Entertainment. There is nothing like going to a Broadway show in your own backyard. Mm -hmm. Support the nightlife of Spokane and take in some theater. With up upcoming shows like Tina, the Tina Turner musical, Les Mis, because I don't want to say Les Mis, uh, Dr. <laughs> Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and uh, there's a lot more coming. They have a whole, that's just this year. There's a whole new schedule starting in January as well. So come get your culture on and say hi if you see us. So with the business out of the way, I just want to say that our guest today is a healer, a teacher, a creator, an actor, a conduit of light in our world. And so much more. Every single time I talk to people that know you, uh, we have... An amazing time. Basically, we're just saying how much we love you. I just had coffee with a friend the other day, and we spent a lot of time talking about this lovely woman. So we want to welcome Mama Ocean back Hi. to the show. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. So one of the things, you've been on the show before, and we've known each other for a long time, mm -hmm. uh, is that I said I just wanted you on the show. <laughs> I just want to talk about you and the things you do and the... Uh, I guess the path you have found yourself on, because even though there might be a lot in your life, you are such a healing energy to so many people who just meet you. Yeah. And I find that to be amazing. So <laughs> this is like trip down uh, this. Remember that old show? I mean, we weren't alive then, but that show, This Is Your Life. Mm, I yes. like, yeah, right. It's not as fun. That was a fun show for black and white. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of what I want to start first. When we were talking, we were talking about uh, metaphysical mm -hmm. and that we don't talk a lot about that in our society. There's all these 
Oh, if it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody who's Christian thinks it's anti-God or whatever. I'm not interested in that. But (laughs) can you tell us how would you define metaphysical? Mm. That which cannot be seen. Oh, I like that. For one thing. Yeah. I mean, to speak to what you were just um, expounding on. Right. Many people have a problem with things that are not there isn't verifiable data to back that up. And isn't that interesting? Because Mm -hmm. there is this whole uh, argument in our culture between science and, and Christianity and faith, right? Yes. And yet that's exactly what we're saying. I think a lot of things are, uh, semantics. Mm -hmm. My mother freaked out the first time she saw I have a meditation area in my home. And I'm like, mom, you call this prayer, right? I call this meditation. Mm-hmm. It's semantics. There's mm-hmm. no reason to get... Now, there are maybe nuanced differences, but mm-hmm. you don't have to get so angry. Mm-hmm. And why are we angry at other people choosing you know, different ways of life? I wanted to say that I looked up uh, the definition earlier, mm-hmm. and there's many. Oh, yeah. Because it's a broad... It's meta. It's yeah. everything. And exactly. it's that sometimes that which cannot be explained and it's very individualized and it's experiential exactly because it's different for each people every person's perspective is going to be and actually should be different yeah yeah well and uh so i don't believe in anything that uh offers me an absolute so which is why i have a problem with religion Mm -hmm. uh because life doesn't live there right life is so like you were just saying it's so different for every single one of us it contracts and it expands yeah it changes Exactly. You know, um, I, you're incredibly generous the way you introduced me. Truth. Um, I do, <laughs> I relate to many of those things and on, on my best days and I still have, you know, I've been in therapy most of my adult life. Right. I'm a huge advocate of therapy for Hallelujah. everyone, Hallelujah. for Tomorrow's everyone and just all of the different healing modalities that I've yeah. done. I just continue to, you know, keep peeling the layers of who Aaron Elizabeth, who Mama Ocean is, right. and so it feels like, uh, for those who do know me as Aaron yeah. Meenock in the community, exactly. Um, I do um, answer to that still, it's my legal name, yeah. but I really feel like Aaron was the caterpillar, and after all of the metamorphosis and all the things I've learned and overcome and healed, stepping into Mama Ocean feels like... I've earned my wings. That's the I butterfly. I definitely feel like, and it fits you so much. Thank and you. everybody I know that knows you, t- that's how we And it was bestowed upon me. I did not come up with it. It was a... Uh, Who bestowed? Well, okay. Thank you for the opportunity to tell this. Of this course. A big question immediately. People go, how'd you get that nickname? <laughs> uh, Mama, I've been called since I was a teenager yeah. um, because I was kind of the mother hen to all my friends yeah. at a young age even. And... Um, yeah, there would be partying going on and what have you, teenage activity. Right. And I was always trying to look out for everyone. So mama just became a moniker that stuck. And uh, Ocean came from actually my daughter. She spoke very, very young. Um, she was probably a year and a half to a year and three quarters. We had all the baby Einsteins. Do you remember those? Oh, yes. She I called do. it baby Eingein because she couldn't say <laughs> it so good. But, you know, she wanted to speak. Yeah. Little Gemini communicator. And um, we, our favorite one was baby Neptune discovering water. And so they would show the word ocean with the ocean in back of it. And this man's voice would come on and go, 
ocean. Yeah. And she would flip out and run back and forth, pointing at the screen and me going, you, mommy, ocean, you, mommy, ocean, oh. you, mommy, ocean. That's and I was so like, sweet. I mean, it tingles everywhere. And I was like, oh, Viola, you know, that's right. my, is that my spiritual name? And shared that with some friends, like a girl's night out. I was like, this is going to sound crazy. And they're like, coming from you, probably not. <laughs> what is it? And I said that I was and I told them the story and they said, of course you're ocean. You've always right. been ocean. Your mama ocean. And of course, we had a good laugh because yeah. it was like literally when my friend Melanie said mama ocean that night, we were like, wow. I mean, it was like, wow, that was yeah. really powerful. But the next day, everyone at work was calling me that, leaving notes. And it literally just stuck like something I couldn't get off my shoe. And nor why yeah. would I want to? Exactly. And I still remember the first time I met you, uh, we, we were doing some work for a magazine that you worked for. Yes. Didn't know you, but I remember when you came up to us, there was something about you. First of all, fearless. I loved. Um, <laughs> and there was something about your energy then. Like right away we connected. Yeah. Right away we talked about all the wild things that, that we hope to do in this this world. And we did many of them. Yes. Yeah, and we will do many more. Mm-hmm. We will do many more. Here's the thing that I am fascinated with. Because it's a spirituality, I feel. This is a, a quote from Johnny. You're welcome. Um, uh, religion is meant to control. Spirituality is meant to free. Mm-hmm. It is a, an expression of our soul. Yes. Which is, Beautiful. is, and that's what I think about when someone mentions metaphysical, or maybe they don't mention that broad term and they mention things that would fit in the metaphysical world. It is broad. It is very. Why do you think... It is such a threat to a number of people in our American culture. Because they can't put it under their thumb. It's hard to label. And people are very hung up on labels now. And what category do you fall in? And, you know, I get that a lot. What's your religion? Well, it's not a long time ago when I came to peace with my personal beliefs. I called it my spirituality. It felt much better. It resonated much more. And I have extrapolated from different faiths to create sort of my own philosophy for life, which is, you know, how I live my life. And and I'm still learning and it's still expanding and growing. And it's See, and I think that's amazing because I I talk about, it was actually the year I turned 30 was the year I lost my religion because of Mm. course I was brought up in the Baptist church, Mm -hmm. my dad being a minister. And I remember feeling the freedom of going, oh, I don't know. I don't know all the answers. I can't be part of this that tells me there's one answer. Um, And that's what spirituality was to be. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm used to, like, I'm not worried. Like, we get flack on certain shows, uh, and I'm fine with that. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, if you walk a path that's alternative from what is considered the norm in our culture, Mm -hmm. people look at you weird. Mm-hmm. And do you know how I know I'm on the right track? When they're People looking, at, looking you weird. at me weird. <laughs> exactly. Well, they've been looking at me like I'm weird for a long time. And now I feel like I'm embodying really the weirdness, if you will. To me, right. weird is how we, sh- you know, express yourself, be authentic yeah. and fabulous. And exactly. now I'm become, it's becoming more de rigueur. Spirituality is, and certainly, yeah. you know, I've been into crystals a really, really long right. time and gemstones and my spirituality and certain things that are a bit trending now yeah. to me, spirituality is and bothers me sometimes when it's a trending thing. Like it's a passing yeah. fancy for me. It is a way of life. Yeah. It's not 
um, because it's in vogue and it's something exactly. like I say that it's a it's a long path to walk. That's yeah. you know going to take me. Where someone who makes it their their life that you've been there before and yeah. then during the trend and after that's way different than I have to say. So being in in uh, L.A., there's a lot of jokes made about people from L.A. But mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you, stereotypes are based on some truth. Yeah. And so that if you want to feel the trendy where they don't understand, go to an L.A. party. Yeah. You will be cornered and then they will talk your ear off about stuff that I guarantee three months later they're on to something else oh right and I I'm interested in the truth yeah. uh part of losing my religion was studying other religions mm -hmm. was finding because I think that is life yes finding these beautiful things that work mm -hmm. for us on individual levels basically you know I always tell everybody my religion is don't be a dick <laughs> the rest love it. is yeah. what we create. That's right. And as long as it's out of love and you're finding these things, and guess what? We don't know everything. Right. Do you watch some science channels and they'll be like, well, there's this weird quantum world. So we have that. And I have to say, in a in a town like Spokane that is not as conservative as as we are told that it is, it is has its moments. Uh -huh. You still shine brighter oh. than any of the others in finding your way and sharing your love. What, what brought you there? Hmm. Finally being myself yeah. and, and feeling free to do that. What made you Because I that? did not for a lot of my life was, you know, I was a recovering people pleaser and, um, had a very domineering mother yeah. and that was hard to overcome because I, my core beliefs were that I was not okay. I wasn't pretty, I right. was fat, I was, nobody wanted to hear what I had to say, I was too much, that was the other thing, you're too much, too much, and then that followed me into friendships yeah. um, with some female friends that were no longer in each other's lives, yeah. I wish them well, however, that's been a big part of my healing too, is because it's like, wait, we have this beautiful friendship, and then when you look back, you see that, was it out of convenience? What were they getting out of it? Yeah. Especially when you are a people pleaser and, yeah. but you're constantly being told, you know, the things that aren't the truth of yourself. So yeah. now I feel like, especially these last, really since the pandemic too, many people fell away and so many beautiful souls have come into my life and relationships with people that right. I established years ago are yeah. much more steeped now. They're richer, they're deeper because I feel like people are really going within and doing big work that I, I feel we all came here to do because if we're going to change the planet, it starts with each of us. Thank you. And as we look around the planet, we need to change it. Mm -hmm. So more people need to awaken uh, to this idea, like call it what you will, this idea of being better than we were yesterday. That's right. We need to embrace that. And one of the things you were mentioning, you know, recognizing some people just fell away. It's also mm -hmm. this understanding to recognize the people that are around us that maybe we didn't stop and go, oh, because I made this mistake. I was sitting on the side of the road. Uh, my, my clutch had gone out on my car. It was seven in the morning. I was supposed to go to my niece's uh, memorial. Oh, I and I sat there and I remember thinking, I don't... There, I don't know many people. I don't have many friends. First of all, don't worry, everybody. I learned in the matter of minutes that what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I have people who love me. Kurt's on speed dial for most of my crises. Uh, <laughs> but there are there were so many people who messaged me, call, people I hadn't talked to in years, calling my phone, make, what do you need from me? What? Oh, we wow. don't understand the love because I... 
I love how much I talk to the community and I'll hear, oh, well, see, I'm not the, I'm not the only member of the fan club that loves <laughs> Mama Ocean. Oh. There is this. And I think there, there comes that moment where you're like, okay, I need to start understanding there are people out there and that I am loved mm-hmm. and that maybe I don't need these people who are taking more than they're giving. But mm-hmm. that's a big lesson it's to be able lesson. to see. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're, uh, again, and it isn't even just the people pleaser part so much. I've been this way since I can remember. Yeah. My mom told me, and I still do it now. I make friends virtually everywhere. I mean, I'll, oh, I will. Yes. I'll come away with it. I'll be friends with, I'll have a Facebook <laughs> message request yep. from someone before I leave a gas station. Exactly. You know? I just make friends. And when I was little, I did it too. Mom said, oh my God, you made friends with everyone. Everyone yeah. wanted to take you home. You just fall in love with people. So I know I, my big work that I came here to do was to love on people. And just by virtue of being myself, if that is shining a light and helping others or brings joy to them. Um, when you were just saying about each day to know, hopefully each day we're better than before. My purpose is to leave the planet better than I found it and to hopefully leave a lasting legacy that will ripple on for a long time, ripple on, um, you know, wings of love and just spread that, that way it, rather than, yeah. you know, the negative stuff that I think that's amazing. And so we, we need you to be here in our realm for many, many years to come. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much inside of you to give and we need, all of us need to do connect with that energy, mm-hmm. connect with the love around us and call it woo woo. Call me a hippie. I'll take it all. Mm-hmm. But we need more of those people. So when you recognize those people around you, appreciate them, Mm -hmm. uh, send them love. Because Mm -hmm. I would guess it's not always easy and it takes a lot of energy going out, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So how do you protect that energy? Uh, Well, my unicorn horn for one. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, By being mindful. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm learning and have learned and um, putting into practice, setting intention every day. Um, all we all have been, I don't want to say guilty of, cause I don't want guilt in there. Right. Um, however, can probably relate to being on the hamster wheel of life and just, yeah. you get on this, you know, or you get out of the habit yeah. of doing certain things that are good for you when we can habituate the good for you. So the taking the vitamins, yeah. the doing the meditation or prayer or prayer and meditation in my case, right. um, I'm uh, attuned and ignited with Holy Fire Reiki now. So I also, you know, and I forget to use it on myself. Like I have the bum knee and the neck and the back right right now. I should be doing Reiki twice a day, probably when I wake up and in the evening. But we just, it's habituating the good stuff. Yes. Because the other stuff is just, it's a little too easy in our culture. And I think that's by design. I was going to say, it's ingrained in us for a purpose. To toxify people and they're easier to control that way. There it is. How can we control people? I need you to buy into a narrative Mm -hmm. that means that I, well, I just had this realization with myself, Mm -hmm. which I have now and then, but it's that Mm -hmm. realization that, you know what? Life doesn't, like I, we all have a specific amount of time That's right. and we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I've seen way too many people in the past year pass away yeah. from young, young to, to oh, older. Yeah. And you realize, you know, we all have health problems as I get older. And I'm like, what am I accepting in my life? I am accepting a narrative over here right. and not doing, guess what? I 
at the end of it all, I want to have done everything I dreamed of. Yeah. So am I going to be too afraid to go after my dreams? Am I going to be too afraid to do 18 projects? Mm -hmm. Listen, as long as I'm still alive, I've got stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is the realization that we have bought into a cultural Mm -hmm. uh, understanding, a cultural contract. Sure, of this is how it is, and this is the way we've always done things, and this is how we do things. Yes, and that is where the ones way up here Mm -hmm. have... They control us. Right. And we forget there's more freedom in us mm-hmm. than we than we allow, mm-hmm. which is one of the things I've always connected to you. I also know, uh, uh, talk to me about sound baths and light, you know, that oh, whole aspect. All, there's so many wonderful healing modalities out there um, that I have, I've just been so um, hungry for for years. Yeah. And yes, I... Um, you know, I start on when I started on my spirit. Well, I started on my spiritual path probably in my twenties. But about eight years ago, I connected with some folks that were doing sound healing out of Coeur d'Alene. Nice. Um, still very dear friends with Alicia Blackwolf. She doesn't isn't doing the sound baths quite as much, especially yeah. during summer. Um, however, that was my first induction into sound therapy, yeah. and to my knowledge, she was the first you know individual doing it in this area. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm considered a frequent flyer. I've been to well over 200 sound baths and have had private ones for my birthday and this sort of thing. Um, that is proven now on a cellular level. They're like frequency heals. It can heal and it can hurt. So be careful what frequencies you're putting in. We can hit it on an atomic level. I mean, it's, but it it can be so like a, a Masaru Emoto who, you know, RIP, passed away several years ago. Uh, Messages in Water, I think was the name of his book, where he did the study of putting water into, you know, um, having affirmations that are either positive or negative, certain sounds of music, and the patterns that would be created in the water were either really lovely and beautiful, if it was positive, or if it was a negative lower frequency vibration. Oh, you could see it. I mean, it was, it was, it is an amazing study. It is. And if people want to watch, there's a documentary called down the rabbit hole and they, they, uh, spotlight it in that. Yes. But it also people who are, are like study quantum mechanics and are trying to figure out how that works. That's one of the things they look to because by people every day, like vibing love or whatever at water, the molecules changed. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And that, that's where, so that documentary is what was part of that year of me losing my religion Mm. was understanding Mm -hmm. that we have, if we, if we focus on love, we have a lot of effect on the world around Mm -hmm. us. I mean, it's, it's the same thing, whether you buy into, um, uh, the secret and manifestation, Mm -hmm. it's the same type of, uh, idea. Mm-hmm. It's that, a, what frequency are you emitting? Yeah. Yes. And if you'll notice anybody who gets up on a Monday morning and they're cranky, yeah. if you stay in that mood the whole day, whether it's true or not, your whole day is crap. And because that's all you can see. And you can change it. It does yep. not mean that. I mean, I had a difficult day today and yeah. people, you know, at work were go home, please go. They could see that I was right. in pain and I wasn't I still was bringing it though, and I still waited on right. customers and had a right. fabulous day, and I persevered. And, you and had... I, I made a choice because yes. I was like, I'm still going to try and show up as my best self right, right. now. 
And then you had this this prick uh, uh, host. Okay. <laughs> I do you know how much admit, I was looking forward though to doing this and seeing I you. I love just first getting of to all. see you, but to be on here is a yes. huge honor. Um, I wanted to go back to also you mentioned yeah. about light therapy. Yes. So I do have the privilege of uh, working at a business that's still newish to Spokane. Yeah. We've been open about a year and a half called Luminosity. Yes. And uh, we feature the Lucia Number no. Three Hypnagogic Light experience i don't even know what that means I, yeah we've talked a little bit and i'm like we you have, need to come and have a session enough, you should absolutely to, come and have a session. session and really it is light and sound therapy yeah because uh so the clients come in i meet with them find out you know how they're doing i like as i like to say what the weather is like right. with them and find out what would be a great program for them because there's close to 100 programs in the computer that comes yeah. with this $25,000 light. It's an incredible piece of technology. And it's just a white light that is, you lay under it and it emits light that hits and communicates into your pineal gland yeah. and your optic nerve through your eyelids, which flood your brain with light and literally light up your whole nervous system. People have had nervous system recalibrations. I mean, at the base level, it's incredibly blissful experience. Right. We have noise-canceling headphones, and I select um, what are called solfagio tones that I work with on a daily and nightly basis. I listen yeah. to solfagio tones virtually every night. And if you don't know what that is, just for folks, it's spelled S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O, solfagio Go on YouTube. I, I subscribe to YouTube. That's the only thing. My daughter yeah, took yeah, over yeah. Netflix. There <laughs> literally are thousands. <laughs> and for specific things. So if, I for was pain say, management. So what kind of thing? Okay, yeah, pain so management. Yeah, so pain management, 174 hertz. Um, and these are also verifiable. Like right. they've studied and said, oh, this number of hertz correlates with this type of healing. Um, you know, 528 is for heart chakra healing. Yeah. 639, love and relationships. I mean, 888 is for abundance and calling in abundance. So you can. Okay, that, someone write that down. 888. 888. And the so, Lion's Gate's coming next month. 8-8 eight, eight is the lion's gate. Oh, really? And so mm -hmm. what does that do? Is it more powerful? Well, we're in this window right now of um, quantum manifestation, I'll just call yeah. it. 7-7 seven, seven was last Friday. Yeah. Really, it was 7-7-7 seven, seven, seven because if you add 20-23, twenty, twenty three, yeah. 2 and 2, 4, and 3 is 7. So it was a 7-7-7 seven, seven, seven day. I actually attended an event, which you might not have heard of. It was a, you know, uh, initial event, but hopefully they'll continue to do it, called Starfest. It was a Japanese uh, culture-inspired event oh, put on by some of the same folks that did Pagan Fest at yeah. Unitarian Universalist. I, I only had a half an hour left because I visited a friend yeah. for her birthday after work. It was a full day, and I was like, I have to go to this thing because I just love it. Well, they had a raffle, yeah. and I bought you know $20 in raffle tickets, and... I picked the things I wanted, and I'm like, I'm winning three of those. And I said to my friend, because I didn't want to be greedy, I'm winning two of the raffle items. And she oh, was right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I won three out of the six raffle nice. prizes. Oh, my God. Right at the tail end. And I'm like, this is re it's really a thing. When people, when you just believe it like you know, like it's in yeah. your hand, yeah. it just happens. I'm one of the most winningest people I've ever met. I think and that's And it's because amazing. I believe it and I just claim it. I'll be like, ah, there's the winning See, ticket. And people brilliant. will go, what? It takes all of my energy just to get on the not bad luck train. Yeah, but, and don't uh, say it. When no. people say that, I never W-I-N anything. I'm like, I don't say, say that. You're speaking into existence what you want. Yeah, I say, don't give it life. What are you doing giving it life? Don't give it life. That's no. going to So between 7-7 seven, seven and 8-8 eight, eight, right now, this is, Girl. well, and literally, I was singing the song, I've got a golden ticket. That's right before I left work yesterday, yeah. Left work, got pulled over, got a ticket. <gasps> 
So be careful what yeah, you are manifesting. You know what I'm saying? Be specific about be, your well, language. and keep it. You know, yeah. It could just because the universe doesn't know good or bad. It just responds. Yeah, to well, the frequency. I think of that a lot when because if you uh, if you grow up like I did in a Southern Baptist. Uh, Household, we talk a lot about be very specific in your prayers. Right. Be, and it's exactly that. Like, you have to really know what what you're wanting. And actually, I just want to give a shout out to, I just listened to an interview with the minister of the UU, uh, Todd Eckloff. Oh, and yeah. I love that we have uh, this very open place mm-hmm. in our community that does things like this. They're doing amazing stuff yeah. over there. And he's so smart. Like, I've known this man for years and years. Really? But I, yes. From way back when I was here before um, before I went to L.A. Mm. And then th- it was a surprise. I see that this uh, podcast, Good Gab, uh, has done an uh, has done an interview with him. So I'm oh, at work. Oh, wow. And I listened to this 40-minute, and I'm like, I, I just love listening to people who want to be better and who mm-hmm. want us to grow. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to ascribe to a religion right. or... But they allow space mm-hmm. for these things to happen. Mm-hmm. That see, people don't understand. Like you know, we allow ourselves to be one, mm-hmm. one note. But someone like you is like a kaleidoscope of notes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't. Which is you I can't play a song with one note. No, and it's why I think people are so drawn to you mm. because it's like, oh crap! It's a. It's like discovering another dimension all mm-hmm. of a sudden. It doesn't have to be this. Mm-hmm. And there you are. Doing this work, like I'm very, you were mentioning uh, the the Hertz, gigahertz and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And you're not kidding. For everybody who's watching, you can find these on YouTube. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Well, and some of the visuals even. So when I have yeah. clients to my home, because I do Reiki, as I was saying, yeah. I'm a Karuna Reiki master now. Oh, my I got my gosh. Karuna title, Karuna uh, master this year. My so very gosh. exciting. So I do see clients for that as well. Yeah. And I just continue. I'm a... Um, I'm calling myself a new word I learned this year, polymath, which is someone who's like a student of life. You're constantly studying and learning new things. I think that's brilliant. I just had mm-hmm. a conversation this this week saying it is only when we're dead yeah. that we stop learning. Right. And if you choose to stop learning, that's a living death. Yeah. If you decide I'm going to close off my mind, I'm not going to want to learn more, which is what I love about the metaphysical world of just being open to to something that is is more magical than we allow. Yeah. The world doesn't have enough magic. No. As it is. So you get up. So I always I like talk like a million miles a minute. <laughs> I you can keep get up, up though. Yeah. That's why we get along so good. I'm it like is exactly yes, right. and and here we are. I, I start finishing your stuff for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you get up, you're having a bad morning. Like you know how sometimes I always tell people, sometimes I don't know my mood until something just, happens. And yes, exactly. I think I'm okay. And all of a sudden, oh, no, no, I woke up in a bad mood. Uh, but I don't know for an hour. You know, I haven't started. What happens? Uh, you get up. Mm-hmm. You, it's not starting off feeling great. How do you calibrate yourself? Having best practices in place. Okay, tell Whether me that's more. meditation, whether it's prayer, whether it's affirmations, whether it's a lot of times I will listen to a podcast for one of my teachers slash mentors that I follow and yeah. get, you know, astrological reports, um, different things that are happening on the earth. Yeah. You know, I follow and then I'll follow it up with some solfagio tones. So I kind of bake it in, but I try and have these. No, I don't try. I do have these things in place so that 
each day I have some modalities. Like I said, though, I can sometimes forget, oh, yeah, I should be doing Reiki on myself. Life and gets in the way. It's yeah. because we're, we're, we, we're moving at a clip. Yeah. And to go back to what you were speaking of about dimensions. Yes. Now, so some people have heard that we're entering the fifth dimension. Yeah. Some also would say we're in the fifth dimension. We're just, the dimensions are separating. The third dimension is very dense. It's the yeah. dimension we've been living in for however many centuries yeah. long. And uh, there's lots of darkness in there and lower frequencies, bad feelings, anger. It's it's no wonder that war and famine and, and you know, A lot. racism and bigotry, well, all of these very low frequency that? fifth dimension... Well, it's about changing our beliefs, letting go, it's about forgiveness, being open, like you said. grace. Yeah, becoming more gentle. Forgiveness and, and grace. I try ones. and, you know, when I'm angry with someone or um, triggered, maybe not, yeah. I haven't even gotten to anger, view people as a child. A child or a baby doesn't know better until they really get it and learn. So yeah. if we can give others that, because when we can give it to others, we can give it to ourselves also. Yeah. What I really love is that like, it used to be called the book section used to be called self-help. Yeah. Well, now it's yeah. really, it's really more spirituality and kind yeah. of going within like the work that Dr. Joe Dispenza is doing. Yeah. Love him. Um, and just the last Joe few years, Dispenza. some of my friends are like, have you heard of, I'm like, yes, I've been oh, reading his stuff this for a while. Joe Dispenza. One, yeah. yeah. It's very, um, and just that the power of thought yeah. because it is true not uh, just what we speak, but also where we keep our thoughts and not to attach to them. Yeah. Because so many people do, they think they are their thoughts. They're yeah. not. They're not a thing. Don't make them a thing. Why are you allowing yourself to be prisoner to something? Right. Like, you know, you talk about, uh, I have the hardest struggle because I always say it's because I have a hard time with discipline. Maybe I'm ADHD or whatever, but you're talking about, you know, I call it calibrating Yes, uh, that moment, but I will say it's the same thing for me. If I know, oh, I also know I don't want to spend the rest of my day no. feeling this way. You can literally so, say out loud. Yeah. Oh, and I call it also a pivot where yep. I'll literally, I, I might take yeah. a moment if something is and I'll go. Yep. The day doesn't have to go like this or something to snap myself out exactly. of it. But like I, I do, I work with oils and sprays. Oh, so those help. Love. I do work with gemstones. But yeah. people go, do you believe a gemstone can make or break? I, I think that anything that brings you joy. Yes, exactly. And uplifts your vibration. Yeah, yeah. Is helpful. Yeah. It's not hurting anything. Right. Um, just a, like I don't live and die by astrology. However, right? it has helped me to understand think of those them, that I care about and those that I want to get to think of them know as better. Tools to be yep. more open. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. Right tools. away, if my day is not going well or I'm not in a good mood and that foulness comes in, I know yeah. I need to first of all stop. Yeah. I need to breathe and then I need to meditate. And sometimes if I'm at work, I need to say, you know what? I'm going to need to take a brief walk and I'll be back. Good. And because you only, you know, but I yeah. think, okay, so for all the people that get freaky and they're worried about stuff, mm -hmm. you nailed the common denominator of telling people that you can just, the, these tools are not married to a religion or anything. No. It's finding things that up your own vibration, yeah. things that bring you, so it doesn't matter. And if a lot of people do it You don't have to call already. it crystals. You can call it whatever you want. Like the amount of hiking. Every, oh. Everyone's a hiker now, right? Especially, Which is great. And we are in the Pacific Northwest. Well, it's because a cult. We're, we're, we live in one of the most beautiful <laughs> it places is gorgeous. on earth. It is um, gorgeous. Connecting with nature yes. is one of the best ways. And it Thank doesn't you. have to be at a far off forest or you have to be yeah. on a trip or Sometimes you know, it has to be gardening. the Olympic National Forest or something. Take yeah. your shoes off. 
Take your freaking shoes off and go and walk on the earth. I was just seeing something recently. A gentleman was talking about what has uh, is a huge cause of illness and also disassociation and so many toxic things in our life are shoes. When man started wearing shoes, our connection from the earth, like it can take, you know, electric electricity, you know, our bodies are running with it. And so we can get overtaxed with it. Just the simple grounding of, or this also called earthing, right? Putting your bare feet on the earth. And literally, if you're having a bad day or there's sorrow, grief, anything that is too heavy to carry. Yeah. You just can think to yourself and the earth is going to take it and she will, she'll take it and transmute it. And, and it grounds, it, it literally, it grounds mm-hmm. you. I Does. worked with an acupuncturist for a very long time. His name was Jason Underwood. So if you're in mm. Wenatchee, Jason, hi, how you doing? And I remember when I started at this place, I was like, why is that dude barefoot. out he, between appointments? He would go out, take his shoes off yeah. barefoot and be in the grass, do a little Tai Chi, whatever. And awesome. I remember thinking I was in my 20s. So everything was like, <laughs> what is that? So, that's so weird. Yeah. And I, but as I worked there, I could understand. And for him, it would bring him back to himself. And I think a lot of times we don't know what self is. Mm-hmm. And so things that would bring us back to, to here is what we need to do. We need to reconnect. First of all, inside, I believe, is just love. Yes. And we spend a life trying to block it because it's very vulnerable. Um, and so we don't share it mm-hmm. as easily. And I think the work of our lives, at least for me, is to find ways to reconnect to it. Mm-hmm. Reconnect Excavate to the love. That, right? Yes. And allow it mm-hmm. to shine. Yes. And I think if more people... I 100% believe it. If more people would allow themselves first to get away from ego and connect to love Mm -hmm. and be willing to share that outside of us, Mm -hmm. uh, the world would be in a lot better position. Absolutely. And I believe, if I may, I know there's the thought process of kill the ego. Right. Well, it doesn't. It has a purpose, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be driving the bus, though. You can politely tell it to get... I love that. In its that. seat behind you, and you go back to driving the bus. And then when you need its help, you can say, hey. And it's a, a beautiful tool in our toolbox. It's like another it tool. Exactly. Us, but I you're right. Must I used be to think, wise. I used to think it was a dirty word when I was little because I was a David Bowie fan from the time I was oh, quite young. Wow. And I remember hearing the song, yeah. um, Ziggy Stardust, and he says, making love to his ego. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. What is, I mean, I didn't quite understand making right. love as a little girl either. Right. I just, just thought, what something. is that? Like, I thought it was some kind of animal. I, don't, I mean, maybe I wasn't far off base because I thought, uh, yeah. ew, I don't, I don't know what yeah. an ego is, but I don't want one. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, funny anecdotal but story, that's the but truth. it was that was my first foray into even hearing the well, word ego the, was David Bowie. The Thank bad you. side of what we allow to happen with our ego when we allow it to drive the bus. Right. I mean, obviously, we see it in politics all the time. And so it's not saying it's... You see it in everyday life, sadly. When we need to connect to the power that is us, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful part of ego. Mm-hmm. When we let it take over and we forget to be gracious, mm-hmm. that's when we have... I'm just going to say Donald Trump. I'm just oh. going <laughs> to... And we can get our power from other... uh, My power doesn't come from my ego, I don't feel. Right. I feel when I started learning about becoming sovereign, which means cutting cords, and if you've heard about this, cutting cords with um, 
people that maybe you have contracts with. So if you've heard people yep. talk about having soul contracts with people, yeah. and yes, we're getting into some more woo-woo topics, but we, love we do. We have these con- they're, they're connections. They're threads with people. Some are very toxic, and that's where you can get into you know energy vampirism and things like this. And once you can kind of sever that, and it's like like I say, some of the former friends that moved you know away from my life. Once I, I was able to see a lot more yeah. and see the positive aspects in us not yeah. um, dancing together anymore. Someone once said, sometimes we dance together, sometimes we dance apart. Some people right? dance out of your life. And I'm just trying to get to a place where I'm grateful for it and not upset exactly. or vindictive because yeah. I'm the subject of gossip because who the hell does she think she is, you know, doing oh, all this woo-woo stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excavating my authentic self. This yeah. is who I am. And why? And that comes from feeling threatened mm-hmm. when people get, it and so it's, it's that moment it's where you say to, to see them through the eyes of a child and right. understand, Oh, that isn't about me. Right. That is about, there's hurt in there. Well, I like to say, I always have to check myself now and then and say, are you coming from a place of lack mm-hmm. or are you fully showing up? Right. Because good. you cannot be a good leader. You cannot be a good human. I don't believe mm-hmm. if you're coming from lack, because if we're coming from a place that's missing, then we're trying to take something from someone else right. to fill that hole. That's not how it works. Well, it's fear. It's a yeah. fear based thing where automatically, Oh, you know, Oh, yes. God, we have to panic. We have to exactly. don't go there. Yeah. It's what I think. I think, uh, greatly that if we can, the easiest way to control people is through fear. Mm -hmm. Fear is our most base instinct. We have a choice to not go make decisions out of fear. Right. We have a choice to go, wait, that is all, in my opinion, always the wrong decision to go with fear because bad things happen then because all the emotions that are connected to fear, like desperation Mm -hmm. and we treat each other so control, jealousy, exactly. It's all stems from fear. And so we, I think we, so I check myself, be like, uh, never make a decision out of insecurity Mm -hmm. because insecurity comes from lack Mm -hmm. and lack is not healthy. Right. So even though we all have our shit, right? Mm-hmm. I, I have plenty of what of luggage that and baggage that I bring with me, but it doesn't have to own me. No. And more of us need to understand that these things don't. And listen, I, I study a lot of like I've done the, the four agreements and yeah, I the keep thinking prophecy yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and this idea that, no, I can get past the fog. Mm-hmm. of life for agreements is a great starting oh, place for anyone who's like, oh, I don't even know. I want to get into yeah. spirituality. Where do I start for agreements? Right. Yes. Have that and ha- study it, have it by your bed. Just be open and understand that all metaphysical things, all they're trying to do is offer human beings a way to be more open to mm-hmm. each other, to help give you your tools yeah, to empower to, you, to heal your lack mm-hmm. and to make it. And that's why I, I, have to remember every time someone comes at me that this, okay, this is an argument you're having with yourself mm-hmm. and you just happen to bring it to me. I've had to do that with my parents through the years yeah. uh, who would bring the Bible in 50 million times. And oh, I finally I said to my mother, I love you, mm-hmm. but this conversation doesn't, I don't need to be in there. Yeah. This is a fight you're having because I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I've made uh, my peace and my understanding with it. So it, we don't need to argue. But if you need to, you know, you go do, do you. <laughs> but they are understandings every day that 
that w- agreements with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are only limited by what we decide we're limited by. Mm-hmm. There are agreements to be better, mm-hmm. to grow into love. I would much rather spend time in a world where people share love. Mm. You know what I mean? That's Satnam. That's the whole philosophy of the 5D. 5D is community and love and friendship and kindness and forgiveness and grace and very high vibration. Which is amazing. And we're anchoring it in. I mean, it is yeah. it is happening and people are awakening on the planet. And whether it is trending or not, I do right. also feel like it is the direction that our globe is going. Yeah. Um, and it's being activated. And, you know, of course, the dark, scary ick is going to go kicking and screaming. Oh, so yeah. things may get a little worse before they get yeah. better. I mean... You well, know, we've had some thing, we've had some things come to light the last couple of years that people are like, ew, what? Exactly. And I have a feeling there's more to come. Oh, if we yeah. knew all of it all at once, people's heads would be. And the spin other thing shoulders. is we live in this world where information is instantaneous. And that's yeah. whether Scary, it's true information be. or right. bad information. Yeah. But sometimes if like we're looking out there and we're like, no, more more people need to be, you know, me to wake up. What do we do? Uh, a group out there that needs us to be in control. They try to make the word woke a bad word. Right, exactly. They try to make it sound like all of this bad stuff is going on when we don't know what the true balance is. Yeah. So don't worry so much on more people. Worry, work on you. Mm -hmm. Work on being better. Mm -hmm. Find the people around you that you can have this communion with. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I love about this, uh, doing this show, because I've tried, listen, one of these days, I'm going to convince you. Uh, that you need your own show. I would love to. I would love to do that. And I would love for you to help me. Listen, oh, listen, I've already had conversations with people. <laughs> you don't even know what's going on behind the scenes. You got a mic with my name because, on it? Yes, because this stuff we need, and I think people mm-hmm. want to talk about. Absolutely. Um, and in this show, they're this thirsty is the, for it. They're yeah, hungry. This is the first time we've talked about, like, to this level on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the one note that I was uh, alluding to earlier. It's okay to understand that you're not that you are more than one thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the funny fat guy. I'm going to be the larger than life. I'm going to be the cheerleader and I can be this kind of woke if I want to be. I don't believe anymore that spirituality, the term encompasses what I feel. Right. What do you, what's your relationship with that? Oh, I don't, I I don't love labels necessarily. Because yeah. I don't want to be pinned down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I joke sometimes if people ask me, like, what is, what is it you believe in? It's such to a... To box me in. I'll, yeah. I, I'll say, uh, what was my one? I'm a neo-pagan moon goddess. <gasps> I love something, that. Something, something. Anyway, it used to sound good. I'd be like, I'm a unicorn. That's why I say, this is my unicorn I horn. And love children that. love it when they're like, ooh, that crystal. I'm like, it's my unicorn horn. Yeah. I had it removed. Yeah. It kept banging into <laughs> stuff, you know. Um, exactly. But someone else I was going to bring up also that has been a huge part of my... Um, a huge part. She's been an uh, inspirational part of my journey and helped bring me back to spirituality because I was angry at whatever God was. And for some people, they're not even comfortable with that word. I get it. Source maybe is a better word. Yeah. Um, Marianne Williamson. I read her first uh, book, big book, which was A Return to Love, which is based off of the spiritual principles in um, a Course in Miracles, yeah. which she's very well versed in. She's been a minister for years and she's now running for the office of president of the United States. I did and not she's, know that. Oh, Wait, well, I know the name, so I wonder if that's why. That's by that. design that you don't yeah. know it, probably, because yeah. she's not being allowed their, you know, coverage oh. on mass media, not that you right. watch mass media. However, she, if you're following her, she yeah. is working tirelessly to um, subvert the paradigm and bring yeah. out, hey, 
we need to talk about a lot of, can I swear on here? Can yeah. I swear on here? We need to talk about a lot of shit. Yeah. There's been a lot of shit going down that's not okay. So Our much. children are suffering. Our planet is suffering. It's why I always encourage everybody who listens to the show to be very involved locally mm-hmm. because you, a lot of people feel powerless because of how the paradigm and everything is going on up here. Sure. But we have influence on our community and on the people around us, on who we're electing to city council, on who we're electing to our city mayors. Mm-hmm. And it may sound like that, and it is political, but at the same time, it's a do you want to have an influence yeah. that's a positive one? Yeah. You can have it here because you're right. We're not going to hear about it. Right. Up here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's just too much. So maybe if we start here, we can trickle up. People need to get involved. They think that it goes back to feeling powerless. Again, this yeah. is how it's done or it's not, you know, a few, I've had a few friends even say, if we've talked about Marianne, well, there's no way, she, you know, that would be great, but there's just no that's way. She, and it's like taught. that kind of thought process though. Yeah. It keeps things from changing. You know, people that are listening, people are waking up because they're hearing her and going, yes, yes, I see this. Um, Someone else is Michael Bernard Beckwith. I um, started really realizing, I think I found him in the 90s. He um, was in The Secret. He was one of the gentlemen that spoke in The Secret. He had very long dreadlocks at the time. Now he's bald. But he started uh, Agape, a spiritual center based out of Los Angeles, but it's international now. And I watch it every Sunday. They have multiple services on Sunday. It's very, I don't want to say interfaith. They definitely use Christian terminology. However, I'm comfortable with it only because I have my own, like I say, beliefs. And um, not to say Catholic upbringing had anything to do with that because I renounced a lot of that definitely a few years ago. But um, he's wonderful. And Marianne's actually going to be on Agape this coming Sunday. And what was funny was the day or two before I was thinking, God, I wish they'd have Marianne on. And then there it was at the end of the show I was like oh my god I'm so excited so it's that. it's so for me it's it helps fill my cup it's so inspirational and the thing is they made it easy for me to not go because I used to attend unity yeah. religiously pun intended <laughs> and served as a prayer chaplain there and yeah. I am ordained I am a, a minister nice. not at unity but I've right, you know right. conducted um, wedding ceremonies and yeah. um, I've done about eight weddings um, actually which is wonderful but um, uh, watching Agape just for the music alone but the message is yeah. always uplifting um, they're very much a uh, spiritual center of work on yourself to help better the world. That, that it does, you know, that. putting putting it into action sort of yeah. thing. And Van Morrison is a member of our church. He's well, part of the choir. Van Morrison. See, there you go. Like, I know. Like yeah, the, that the epitome of cool. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what's fascinating is I do find that like I enjoy, I've been not just here, but in Tulsa and everywhere, you, you, because it was my first understanding that like they allowed us to celebrate different Mm -hmm. uh, ways of looking at life. It wasn't just, Oh, just Christian. Mm -hmm. But what they do and what a lot of these churches do is they know that pill is going to go down a lot easier if Mm -hmm. it has the trappings of something we're used to. Right. So I told my friends, I don't need it. Uh, need that those trappings. But I've told my friends, if you want to go to a place and you need it to be more open, Mm -hmm. but you want it to feel like the church you went to as a kid. Yeah. Go here. It has the same trappings. It's just the message. I'm there yeah. because I want to hear these mm-hmm. amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm an ideas person. Mm-hmm. So there, and it doesn't have to be you. You. There are lots of options. Mm-hmm. But I think don't limit yourself. 
and maybe go check out a few places. Yeah. What I loved about Unity when I first started going, Charlotte yeah. was very young. I think she was two. And I remember praying and going, I need a circle of support. You know, her father yeah. was away in New Zealand and then subsequently passed after that. I was felt very alone um, at that time. That was oh, about 18 sure. years ago. And I went, oh, that church, that, that, well, it's not, they consider themselves a spiritual center now too, not right. church. We're exactly. trying to move, get away from that. Um, but I started going there and it was the people. It was the community. We really put unity in community at unity. Wow, yeah. that sounded like a commercial. <laughs> it is not. But take it for what it is. Yeah. Wonderful people up there. And like I was part of the choir and I worked in the bookstore. There were multiple levels of service. Yeah. And I know UU has that too. I just ran into yeah, my cousin yeah, yeah. and she and her daughters are attending UU. And it made me so happy. Yeah. Just that to me, I'm like have a having some kind of faith, whether yeah. it's because of many atheist friends too, having faith in something, whether it's nature, if nature is right. where it's at, but to have that so that you have something to believe in, oh, yeah. fall back on well, when th times are tough. Community is, I think a lot of us who decided to isolate during certain parts of our mm -hmm. lives, it's not healthy for us. No. So having community of some part in the queer community, we call them tribes. Find your tribe. Yes. I'm, I'm very happy to have found the bear tribe mm -hmm. because what it is, is you're there to support each other. Yep. And we forget that part because it has come to mean some ugly things Yeah. yeah. and they don't have to no they don't have it to. shouldn't no it should be a very and positive thing we're all going through this life trying to figure it out and i would hope trying to figure it out to where we feel better do you notice mm -hmm. if we take bitterness on it just becomes so heavy mm -hmm. like to free that and and so my mother would say pray to jesus he'll make it and listen jesus you're cool um <laughs> not my thing you know what i mean there's some good ideas over there and i like it but stop thinking there's only one answer there's only one well, and way it tends to give your power away yes. when that happens yeah. it, rather than maybe taking it in and saying you know some i mean there's many philosophies out there but one of them is that you know jesus this man that lived yeah. and walked at one time on the earth right. that he is an inspiration of someone to follow who right. who loved without judgment who yes. loved compassionately yeah. there's who, some beautiful lessons mm -hmm. like i don't uh, disown Jesus. I I think he has some great ideas. I just don't ascribe to making him this thing that you're you you know yeah. these people use to control me. Why right, this is right. a beautiful human who taught so many lovely things. Stop trying to take it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And some horrible things have happened. Horrible in his name, in his which, name. Yeah. which yeah. is why I don't do religion. I'm like right. too much damage is done yeah. to people in the name of their religion and. That, I mean, look at what we're looking at right now. We're looking at uh, the discrimination against gay people that's legalized by the Supreme Court. That, has, that shouldn't be it. Or my new thing, I refuse to have the conversation that we can agree to disagree because oh. that is making me an idea kind of a cop and out. not a human. Right. I am a human. You can't agree to disagree. I exist. So that is a, a thing for nice people to say in hopes to make it okay. It's well, the it's not of, fucking okay. It's the epitome of placation. Exactly. And I realize some of us have been so indoctrinated into letting that be okay. It's not. It's not. It's why I choose to be loud. It's why I choose to be on stage because that is no longer acceptable, mm -hmm. especially in the world we live in today. Mm -hmm. We don't get to disagree. If you disagree with me, then I have no relationship with you. Right. That I refuse because I won't accept it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think there is a way to uh, lovingly accept who you are mm -hmm. and not allow bullshit.
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just say yeah. it that way. Yeah. Even. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, you do you. With all due respect, I call bullshit. Ex- yes, exactly. <laughs> There's so much beauty in this world, but we can allow ourselves to get buried in the mm-hmm. ugly and we don't listen. Everybody's too beautiful for that. Mm-hmm. And we need to find our way, this hatred that comes out of us. Like, I'm super excited to see what people have to say to me about the show. Mm-hmm. And I say to you, I forgot where my camera was. I say <laughs> to you, I love you. And I really mm-hmm. hope you find what you need. And going after someone else isn't the, you're not gonna. Mm-mm. So uh, your opinion, got it. I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. now we're moving forward. But mm-hmm. why we think we are so amazing, talk about ego, that we can, we have the right to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Why do we it's do not that? Okay. Why do we tear down? I had a discussion with a friend recently who made a statement that was to me not only blatantly false, it was kind of, it was rather unkind. And I said, that's an incredibly narrow-minded viewpoint. And I said it without malice. I wasn't angry. And later I thought, ooh, that was a bit harsh. And then I thought, you know what? What was said was demeaning to the group of people that it was said about. And it was true. There there was some truth to what I said. It was like you got to speak your truth. Um, I... uh, Another place that I work at, because yeah. I do work in the cannabis industry. Is that okay yes. to talk about? Yes, hallelujah. Um, yes, <laughs> I know. Legal, legalized yes. marijuana, which is helping a lot of people. A lot. And um, it's just, I get to work with the public, which is wonderful. I've done retail on and right. off throughout my entire adult life. Um, and so to have that is wonderful. It's the uh, company that I work for is, the world. we've been voted the top in nice. Spokane, four years running. And part of it is is a large part of it is because of their culture to treat the employees as well as we treat the customers. And right. we're a feedback culture. I wish that we fostered more of that, you know, yes. positive and sometimes constructive feedback yeah. and make it not personal and say, hey, exactly. be able to have those difficult conversations. Yes. This is to make each other better. Yes. That's and accountability. What it is. It's it's not about making you a bad person, just yeah. sharing, hey, can we do this like this? Or exactly. when you do this, this is a problem because this yeah. and not make it such a, you know, we have been shaming, taught. shame and blame, but yeah. more sharing We've been and taught to view a lot of that yes. as shame and blame. Yep. And it's this uh, that what we need to begin to understand is to recognize the nuance and the difference. Mm-hmm between someone who is there to help and someone who's trying to shame you and blame you. Right. Which none of us should, you know, and should ever go there. And people won't necessarily learn through that. No, exactly. Well, automatically I have yep. my wall up and yep. I'm like, I'm good, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yep, just, yep. That's I'm just not. <laughs> so we like sound bites on this, mm-hmm. on this show. Well, as we wrap up, I want to say, I want to, what would be one piece of advice to keep the beauty and the love growing inside of us? Follow your joy. If it lights you up, it's a fuck yes. And if it doesn't, no thank you. We are all looking for a ton of fuck yes. yes. Because we do need it. Yes. It's that, that uh, there was a, a phrase I heard today about, um, oh, I'll have to find it. But basically it's understanding the fuck yes energy that it needs to, to be that big. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. I want to say to everybody, it's so funny because today... Probably because I knew we were doing the show. I don't know. Mm. But, um, you know, I was doing the Malta thing. And I have um, on my work, I had made five goals Mm. that I used to meditate on daily. And I need to get back to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized, so I'm doing a little thing on my TikTok Mm. where, because I'm giving myself uh, the year for these things. And I want to talk about it 
every day. Awesome. So if you're used to funny Johnny, I'll still be funny. <laughs> if you're used to thoughtful Johnny, still going to be thoughtful. But guess what? I also am, am, I want, I live my life out loud and I'm curious and I've had wonderful things happen to me in my life. So I'm going to do that daily and just say, hey, this is where I am, in, including the days where I'm like, I, I cannot seem to find it. Right. And I'm finding it. But it's important to realize life can be good. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be stuck. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what what I would like to say to people. Uh, Before we go, I do want to say uh, a special thanks to our media partner over at the Left of Straight show where you can catch some entertaining interviews with host Scott Fullerton. More info on our website. And we are joining forces. Everybody remember this. We're joining forces for our brand new show with Scott and I together called Bears of a Certain Age. It mm. drops August 3rd. Fun. So look out for that. It's going to be fun. I didn't realize till we decided to announce it that there's a lot of bears of a certain age who are like, oh, I want to talk about because in the queer community, we don't talk about anybody who's older than 32. Mm, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once they hit 33, all the jokes about you're as old as Jesus and then it's <laughs> over and then there's nothing left. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for, for being so open, me. talking to us about thank all you of these for things. having me more than a pleasure. Everybody remember you can catch the queer centric every Tuesday at our website, thequeercentric.com. Lots of big things coming our way as well. So keep your eye on those websites. And uh, we have some interns coming in. So Daniel's going to kick some people into shape and Mm. we'll let you, we'll let you meet all of them as well. So until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. One, two, three.